Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. Well, here we are on November 20th, the last Sunday after Pentecost on the precipice of Advent, the week before Thanksgiving, which of course means we are already seeing signs of Christmas, and today we hear the story of Jesus' crucifixion. For me, it's kind of like, it's like if I were to have pumpkin spice in April, or wear thick flannel in July, or have an outdoor pool party in January, like all of these things, it just seems so out of place, so out of season. And yet, here we are, in the season following that day of Pentecost, in which, through this year C of our lectionary cycle, we have gone through the Gospel of Luke, hearing stories of Jesus' life and teaching, which have led us to this. Once again, this story of Good Friday, Luke's account of Christ's death on the cross, told here again today. It may seem so out of place, out of season, as it does to, to my eyes and ears, at least until we zoom out, look at the bigger picture, and ask ourselves, where are we? And no, I don't mean physically here at St. James Parish, South 3rd Street in Wilmington, North Carolina. I mean, where are we in this gospel story? Where are we within the whole great salvation story? Today is one of those unofficial celebrations of the church, what some call Christ the King Sunday, that falls always on that last Sunday after Pentecost. And so on this day, we celebrate that Jesus reigns now and forever over all creation, a wonderful, eternal victory over death that nothing can and nothing will change. And we celebrate that victory today by recalling this most critical sequence, his brutal torture and hanging upon a cross, the mocking of his kingship, that moment of ultimate surrender and weakness. Where are we in this story? Are we the people standing by and watching, ambivalent to what is happening, paralyzed by the shock of it all, too afraid to intervene? Are we the leaders scoffing at Jesus? And yet, the same people for whom Jesus, in these most painful moments, as they torture him and hurl insults, insults of every kind, Jesus says, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing? Or 
Are we the criminals? Bearing their own crosses, hanged on either side of Jesus, one who derided Jesus to the very end, even while hanging next to him, and then the other who rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds, but this man, Jesus, has done nothing wrong. And there, at the very end of his life, the criminal said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Where are we in this story? Or maybe the better question is, where aren't we in this story? Who aren't we in this story? The truth is that except for Jesus, we could be any of them. Like the onlookers who stood idly by, including his closest friends and followers, those whom Jesus loved. Like the ones who mocked and crucified him, and yet for whom he said, Father, forgive them. And like the condemned criminal, hanging on the cross next to Jesus, facing execution by the state, and for whom Jesus said, Today you will be with me in paradise. That's grace. And it is that same unmerited grace that God extends to all of us, even for those we despise for their idleness, for those that we rebuke for enabling and inflicting injustice, even for those criminals we truly hope will suffer to the very end. And then, yes, even us, when we stand idly by, even when we are the inflictors of injustice, even when we are the criminals, and even when we call on God at the very end. Because like everyone in this story, sans Jesus, we are all imperfect. All of us sinners in need of redemption. God extends grace that we do not deserve and salvation that we can never achieve on our own all by way of Jesus. As we hear in today's epistle from Colossians, he himself is before all things and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. This is a critical moment of this epic story of salvation, a linchpin with the coming resurrection of the whole story of God's relationship to us, that story that we see and hear throughout the books of the Bible, this story in which you and I and all of us 
we are all apart. Because even though the Bible has a last page, it has a back cover, the story isn't over yet. And yet, because of what we hear and celebrate today, no matter what happens, we know how this story ends. Because we know, and as we celebrate today, Christ lives and reigns now and forever. And as our attention will turn to Advent next Sunday, we know that Christ will come again just as Christ came once before. So where are we in the thick of this whole grand story? Right in the thick of it, because the story isn't over. We are still living it. Each day, when we wake up and have our first cup of coffee and read the news, When we go off to school or we go off to work, when we drop off and pick up the kids, cheer on our favorite sports teams, play our rounds of golf, or go to church, eat and drink, walk and think, good days and bad days, happy moments, sad and challenging, we, each of us, our lives, are still in the story of God's creation and salvation, living in the already but not yet, between Christ's first and second coming with certain hope of the resurrection and awaiting the fullness of Christ's redemption to come. So now, as we go about each of our days, don't just read and listen to the story, although do those things. Live as though you are in the story. Live as though this is your story. Because this story of Jesus Christ, of grace and redemption, is your story and all of our stories. So live it. Live it through your words in daily talks with your families, in long, thoughtful conversations with your friends, in even short interactions with strangers, perhaps uncomfortable as it may be. Live it through your actions, extending grace to those who don't deserve it, showing kindness to those who don't return it, caring for those who need it, so that all the more people may see and hear and experience for themselves that grace that God has offered you and that all will know what makes this ongoing story, our story, the best and most important story of all. Jesus Christ. King of kings and Lord of lords, firstborn from the dead, who lives and reigns now and forever.